Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their, by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome back to another episode of When Hers United, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and I truly appreciate you listening in. This is season nine, episode five, entitled Planning is Essential with Adrian Gates. Before we jump into the interview, I want to tell you more about me and When Hers United, the podcast. I believe that success leaves clues. And When Hers United, the podcast was created to give you the clues you need to succeed in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. These are the four pillars we stand on here at When Hers United, which is why they are emphasized. So we all can live a complete and fulfilled life both personally as well as professionally. If it's not too much to ask, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Then write us a review. As a thank you, I'll be giving shout-outs on future episodes to those that take a moment to do this. Without further ado, let's get into Season 9, Episode 5, entitled planning is essential with adrian gates all right we are back with another amazing winning woman of color entrepreneur so adrian welcome hi how you guys how's everybody today Yes, we are great. Look, I'm great. I'm just going to assume you all are great, too. And if you're not, I'm going to send you energy to be great. Right. So before we get started, I want to tell you more about Adrian. So Adrian Gates is a lifetime native of Atlanta and has always had an internal drive and possessed the entrepreneurial spirit. Adrian is passionate about being a servant of the community and an advocate for women and children of those underserved communities. With her fortitude and zeal, she decided to serve the community by way of a small tax and consulting business. Since its inception, Easy Money Tax Solutions has served over 400 families of the greater metropolitan Atlanta area. Adrian has dedicated her life to providing educational spaces that support and elevate the fight for equality, inclusion, advancement, and empowerment for all. In 2020, Adrian started Pathways of Wealth and Economic Resources Atlanta, also known as Power ATL, which is a nonprofit that fills the void in financial literacy via accountability classes, fostering financial success, and monthly events catered to varying communities of people in need. So again, Adrian, welcome. I love your heart of helping and wanting people to get their money together. So I am excited to talk to you today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yes. All right. Well, let's jump right on in. So let's talk business. So talk to us about how you got started with Easy Money Tax Solutions and Power ATL. Okay, well, basically, a friend of mine told me, hey, Adrian, listen, you need to get your finances in order. Mine were all over the place. I was heavily into real estate at one time. 
got in a huge pickle with the IRS because I didn't know money. I was never taught money. Mm. I came from a family who was not what we call say the American dream of a family, you know, single mother, my grandparents raised me. My mother was on drugs at the time. So I didn't know money. All I was taught to do was to go to work and make the money. Well, I got in a pickle. So my friend said, listen, I'm going to show you, Adrian, how to work this and how to basically learn finance. Well, once she took me under her wing, I ended up getting out of that situation with the IRS. And I found myself wanting to, hmm, this is a nice career choice. Let me try to help others. So I partnered with her for a while. She taught me, I learned a ropes, ended up starting my own company. So I started by helping people with the offer and compromises, basically helping them solve their tax situation. Mm. Out of that, it grew into, hey, Adrian, are you able to prepare my taxes? Well, here you go. Here's my son. So it grew from word of mouth. So after I moved to the West End, I said, okay, great. This is a nice area. I saw the need for financial literacy. Mm. Yes, I could help them prepare the taxes. I could help them, you know, get out of the debt that they owe with the IRS, but they didn't understand how they got in the debt in the beginning. Mm. So instead of offering them another service that they had to pay for because of such overwhelming participation, I said, you know what? Let me do something as far as giving back. Like I'm making money with my community, but let me give back to them. So I said, I'm going to start a nonprofit centered around financial literacy and keep it in the West End area. So as the tax clients come, I can tell them about the free services that I offer. It's not always about making a dollar, but I can tell them about the free services that I offer. And then they go and tell other people. And that's how the class has begun. So I was doing the classes at first, but not as the nonprofit. So I said, let me set it up so I could service more people. And then that's what birthed me, my business partner, another friend of ours came to the office and we came up with the Pathways of Wealth and Economic Resources name because that's what we are in the West, a resource, a community. Mm, Right. Okay. I love that. I love that. And time and time again, the more I do these interviews, like I really love how we take our experience, whether good, bad or in between and then use that as empowerment for ourselves and also to help other people. I often say we go through to help others get through, right? Mm -hmm. So you taking those experiences, your hardship, figuring out how to pull yourself out and then not wanting to stop there, right? Like wanting to then pass the torch and teach other people how to pull themselves out as well. I love your reference to, like I wrote down the word mentor, as I was hearing you talk, right? Like the person that took you under their wings and showed you the ropes. I think a lot of times we feel like we have to figure it all out ourselves or do it all ourselves. And really the people that are most successful have someone there guiding them along the way, right? And then turning around and helping to guide someone else. Of course, you know, one of my sayings I try to tell people is I ask God to always have it where I am a blessing to someone else. Mm. A lot of times we don't give homage to the person that showed us how to do something, told us how to do something, or or guided us in the direction of how to learn to do things. But myself, I'm one of those people that I can say, I don't know it all. I give thanks to the person that took me under that wing to show me the things that I needed to learn. So what I have to do is I have to pay it forward so I can show someone else. Right. And it just comes from a place of gratitude. You know, sometimes I tell people, you know, with my even with my kids, my older kids, I feel like I've given them a lot because I didn't have a lot growing up. 
Mm-hmm. So sometimes their behavior references what I call, you know, spoil. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, I try to tell them if you grew up just a tad bit like I like I did, the hustle, the grind, and the gratitude that you would have would represent in your day to day life. Right. You would want to give back. You would want to show someone else how to make it. So it's sometimes I just think it's just a difference in personality, or maybe you know, just a difference in life. Right, right. I like that. Yeah, girl, these kids nowadays, what I call them privileged. I'll be like, I don't understand how you think you're privileged, but we just going to praise God that somehow, some kind of way it translated like that. So, <laughs> yeah. And trust me, I, I have three adult children and a 14 year old. So it's a total difference. Right, right. I can relate to that. I love that, though. And I do believe that gratitude is necessary for the journey. And I like what you said as far as you not knowing everything, right? Because it's important to accept that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like a person may look at that as a negative when it's an actuality for all people, yet all people have not accepted it. Therefore, it blocks you from being able to continue to grow, Right. Mm-hmm. So let, let's redefine what not knowing it all means. Like you, no one knows it all. Right. And, and if you knew it all, then what does that mean for your future? Like, how can you go further than you currently are if you right. already can, know it all? How can you grow? You'll be stagnant in the position that you are. You know, and my another thing I like to say is about when I express my gratitude and I'm not knowing it all. I want people around me who can assist me to teach me. Sometimes mm. we are scared to show someone else what we know for whatever various reasons. You know, sometimes within our community is that we feel like that person may outdo. But I can't tell you the countless of young women and men who I've said, oh, great. You want to learn how to do taxes? Somebody showed me. Let me show you. So what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to take you step by step, teach you how to prepare the tax, and we'll go a step further. Let me help you get your own tax business off the ground. It's enough out here for everybody. But sometimes I find that a lot of times we don't like to share information for various reasons. Me, I'm the person you can come to. If I know, you will know. Right, right. I like that, right? And that, to me, that's like the essence of leadership. It's actually part of the premise of why this podcast was even created. I felt like, especially in corporate America, it just was a lot of hoarding of information to where people didn't want to develop you in fear that it would take away from them. Like, oh no, if I develop this person, it's going to take my spot, right? Like no one can ever take your spot. And I feel like if you develop the next person, it actually makes you a better person. Like it's kudos to you. And even if that person surpasses you, it's still kudos to you because without your help, they wouldn't have got where they are, you know? So that shows who you are as a person. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to go into talking about business credit because I know you do classes about that, right? So what advice or insight do you have for us in relation to business credit? You know, I was speaking to a young lady earlier, just in general about business credit. And the first thing I told her, I said, listen, before I take your money, before I do anything moving forward into this process, what's your personal credit like? Mm. Because your personal credit is not in line. Yeah, you could pay me to work on your business credit, but you won't be able to use it unless your personal is in line. Mm. So she said, oh, my scores are like a 650. I said, so what we're going to do is let's review this personal credit. 725 is a must. 
Mm. Even though you can get certain things with like a 680, strong 725, we can walk you in the door. I can take you through the whole process. You can fund everything in your business name. Now, I hear a lot of times they got these business credit gurus out here. There's no set strategy. It is going to depend on what exactly you want to do. Mm. Are we trying to get funding to build your next project? Are we trying to get funding to, for you to get a hard money loan on a property? Or are you trying to get funding to buy equipment? Everybody has a unique situation. So what I do is I consult with you to find out what your end goal is, and then we move forward. I'm not going to just take your money. And here you are saying, well, Adrian, yeah, you built my business credit, but what can I do? No, let's start with you, your personal, and let's see where your goals are, where you want to be in your business within two years. Do you have your business plan in order? And are we sticking to it? Do you need an accountability partner? Because when I first started, guess what? I needed an accountability partner. Mm. I'm I was working my corporate job. So I was kind of putting that on the back burner. So sometimes you need that extra push to call you weekly and say, okay, Adrian, so where are we with this project? Where are we with this step? Hmm. I love that, right? Because when I hear business credit, I'm thinking of something with money. Fill out this form, go apply here, go apply there, right? But what right. I actually heard you say was for number one, prioritize your goals and what's really important or understand the priority of the things Right. Mm -hmm. And I love the begin with the end in mind, because a lot of times mm -hmm. I feel like we do want to look at what's right in front of us. But if we know what that end game is, then we can. What do they say? Reverse engineer our right. way to that end game as opposed to kind mm -hmm. of walking in the dark. Right. I get a lot of people that, oh, well, they say you can do this with Amex. You can do that with this card. Guess what? You can. But what is your end game? Are you just wanting to get credit cards just so you can travel and do the Instagram social media thing? I'm not your girl. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's not, in my opinion, I, nothing against it. That's not real life. I'm dealing with real business owners who are trying to get to the next level in their business. Yes. Do I travel off the Amex points? Of course. Do I travel? <laughs> you know, uh, am I diamond? And this year I'm trying to get the platinum with Delta. Yes, but it's all in reference to business. I mean, I barely take a picture, you know, when I'm doing something, you know, so I got to get better with that. But, I was I mean, about to say, because I'm a picture. Look, I preach the pictures now. So, yeah, listen, we I, need the pictures. I'm going to get better. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm 46 at this time. I'm from the uh, older generation where you still make an impact, you know, and my business has come from word of mouth. I mm. can't tell you that I've even gotten any. Uh, clients from social media. Mm. People know me from being a person of my word and delivering on what I tell you that I'm going to deliver on. Mm. So it's like, hmm, you know, let's let's have that consultation. Let's figure out where you want to go and I can help you get there. But, you know, do I just want to help you get there so you can take a few pictures? Not really. Right, right. I like that, right? And I feel like that a lot of people want money, right? But do you actually have a plan for the money in relation to your business and growing your business and scaling your business, you know, or do you just want money? Because, yeah, we all need money to make a business grow. But if you don't have a plan, how is it going to grow? Right. Listen, back in 2013, 14, I can't was it maybe even 12. I had a lot of money, a couple of cars, a couple of properties. My raising my kids, I went broke. Mm. 
You want to know why? Because I had a lot of money and no plan. And I mm. thought that money was going to be there. I had Chanel bagged, vacationed, ate myself to financial ruin. <laughs> you know, just on the iris, just had everything going on that should not have been going on. Rental properties. Oh, it's okay. You know, you can catch me up later. You know, I'm living in a big, nice six bedroom, five bath. Lost it all. Mm. They're in sex depression. They're in sex anxiety. Went from my son at the time had graduated, had his own apartment. I went from living with him to saying, okay, cool. What are you going to do? I had to get myself together. Mm. You know, so when I'm speaking to everybody, I'm speaking from experience. Right. I'm speaking from going from here to the bottom. So now when it's certain things that I achieve, I'm not going to let, if I see that you're going down the path that I was going now, then listen, let's, let's, it's time to have a conversation. Right. I made the mistakes for you. So let me show you how to make the money, how to keep it and how to invest it or how to move forward with it. You have to have a plan. My grandma used to always say, what is it? A fool in his money will soon share part. Mm. Guess what? I was a fool and mine parted. Hmm. I love that. You have to have a plan. Whew, that's a word, y'all. That is a word. All right. Let's talk about relationships and business, right? I believe personally that relationships are the real capital, you know, mm-hmm. in relation to business, right? And from our previous discussion, I know you believe the same. So what mm-hmm. insight or advice do you have for us in relation to building relationships in business? Let me tell you, my relationships in business are to the fact where if I call someone and say, hey, Nicole needs your services, they're going to work with you. Nicole mm. needs you. OK, oh, great. Wonderful. Because Adrian sent you, you're going to get the carp month treatment. My thing is this. If you call me and you say, hey, Adrian, I need you to do X, Y, Z. You always have to be a person of your word. And if you cannot do it, tell somebody up front. Mm. My business partner and I, do we get along all the time? No. But at the end of the day, I know that he has me and it's nothing that I can't ask him to do that he wouldn't do. And that comes from just building a premise of trust and mutual respect. Sometimes people can't take like I like to call it. You can't separate business and personal. I can. Mm. We can laugh and joke, you know, all day long. But when you need me to make that deadline for you and you call me at the last minute and I give you my honest word that I'm going to do it, then that's what I do. I might not say, oh, just because I parted and done all I wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot I told him I was going to do it. But guess what? I'm going to push through that de- deadline because your word most of the time is all that you have. Right. I like that. So I value. Yeah, I value all business relationships. And I look at a person when I meet them that, hey. No matter what they do, I might could use them or refer them to someone that could use services that they offer sometime in the future. Or who knows? Like my Rolodex is just full of people. You can call me and say, oh, and I can say, "Mm, okay, maybe I might know someone. Give me a few days to think on it. But then I'll find out. Right, right. I love that. So as I was listening, right, I heard that integrity, you know, is super, super, super important. Right. And then reputation. Oh, yes. Because if it's a person that you know, like they're not going to perform, then you're not going to tell X, Y, and Z other individuals about that person, right? So your reputation follows you where you go and it actually can be a deal breaker or a deal maker, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that's excellent, excellent advice. And you never know who you're in the room with. Like I said, I deal with a lot of financial things. People Mm. are picky. 
They're funny when it comes to their money. Right. So if you're a person that you know you can't get the job done or you're a slacker, I can't refer you. And, you know, you could be a friend of mine. Like I got a few friends that have certain businesses, but I just know that once I refer you somebody, I don't want that person calling me back upset. And I tell them, I love you guys, but you just slacking. (laughs) (laughs) And we still go out. We have our drinks. You know, we go on our trips. We do all of that. But until they actually show me a pattern of having consistency, I can't do it. Right, right. Because then that even goes toward your reputation, right? Like it makes me think of even in the work world. I know I've always heard when you're going to refer someone to a job. Oh, put my name on your application. Like you're not going to tell the person that show up late every day, you know, or the person that quits after a month. Or I hope (laughs) you wouldn't. Right. To put your name on the application, because then that reflects negatively on you as a person. So I think also something to pull out from that is discernment on what relationships to attach yourself to, especially Mm -hmm. in relation to business. Because I like how you said we could still be friends outside of business. But when it comes to this business, I can't play no games with you like that because Mm -hmm. I'm serious about what I got going on. And you're not going to have me looking bad out in these streets. Listen, and Atlanta is small. Mm. Think it's big, but I've been here all my life. And somebody's attached to somebody from somebody to somebody. I've been friends with these individuals for a long time. And they'll tell you, she's not going to refer me. doesn't matter that I'm not going to refer you. I still love you. And we can still do everything else. But step your game up. Right. Step your ga- You step your game up. And guess what? We could build an empire. But until then, I'll just keep sitting with somebody who I know can handle the task. Mm. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So also her like respect yourself, you know, it's not like about people pleasing. Right. Because, yeah, you could be putting yourself down by trying to please the next person. So let's talk about business taxes as far as what people should be doing, should not be doing in relation to taxes for business. I feel like that could be a great area for people in a way that people kind of drop the ball. Listen, been there, done that. (laughs) <laughs> I had listen, I, I I do just the simple business taxes, but guess what? I had to hire a CPA just for the different entities that I have. You can't do everything. Mm. Just because I do taxes doesn't mean that I can do my own or I know all the deductions. I always say this. It's always somebody that knows more than me. Mm. And I'm not afraid to ask you and I'm not afraid to pay you because I am paying you for your knowledge. I can do the basic small business taxes. The first time I was doing business taxes and I was just under the assumption that I was going to get a refund. And you know what the young lady told me? (laughs) Have you paid paid anything in? I said, no. She said, well, just know that you're going to have a fine and you're not going to get a refund. And I'm like, what? But I have all these expenses. She said, no, but have you paid your taxes quarterly? I started looking slow. Mm. Like, "Hmm." okay. So then I felt like, crunchy because guess what that's what I tell my clients but on a personal level right you don't pay in you don't get back you pay in so you don't have to owe at the end of the year so you know starting with the business taxes let's first make sure your bookkeeping is in line mm. so you know what I did I got QuickBooks because I'm just like everybody else I am human do I get lazy sometimes yes mm-hmm. do I forget to hit a button or put a deduction yes have I pulled out the wrong cards at Starbucks and swiped the business card instead of my personal card Yes. <laughs> I'm normal. 
Right. I'm not going to put on and say I'm not. No, I've done that. So guess what? I hired somebody who knew more than me. Right. And then they have people who will volunteer just to help you. If you aren't able to pay that CPA, mm. you got people like me. He'll do some small business tax to try to help you get your stuff. And like, I'll show you what somebody showed me. Right. So at least if you have your bookkeeping in order. When it is time for that person to tackle the tax work, they don't have to hunt you down for the expenses. And you sit up and like, well, I think I did this to the business, but let me find that receipt because that was me. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I, I'm honest. That was me. Right, right. So I, listen, so that's what I'm saying. I can speak from experience. Right. So now that myself is in order, yeah, I can say, mm-hmm, I'm in order and this is my CPA and use her. That's just what it is. Right. Right. I like that. I like that. And I love the love the transparency. Right. Because I feel like, you know, when a person feels like you're too far fetched for them to be able to relate to. Right. They're not going to get the message that is needed for them to get. Right. So I love your transparency, just your realness and relatability. I love your advice. And it goes back to just the the steps that's required, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, taxes, but before taxes comes bookkeeping, right? So right. beginning mm-hmm. again, going back to beginning with the end in mind, the end is getting these taxes together, right? Mm-hmm. But then reverse engineering that is get the bookkeeping together, get keep the- a track of your receipts and your expenses mm-hmm. to make the process seamless, right? right. And mm-hmm. then I also love, love, love the reference to a CPA, because I really want people to break out of the mentality of I can do it all myself, right? Because it's not realistic. I mean, you can, but your business is not going to be a big business, right? Like no Fortune 500 company is ran by one person, right? So really, depending on how big you want to be, then you really need to get out of the mind frame of I can do it all myself. I'll figure it out because it's really holding you back and lessening your impact if that's your goal. Listen, I knew God was taking me on a different level last year. Mm. I've attained a certain level of success, but it was like I wasn't branching out or reaching that next level, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get everything together. So, you know what I said? I had been talking to my business partner. I said, you know what? I need a coach. Mm. Mm-hmm. I went to an event and I said, hmm, this event is great. Maybe I should hire these people. But that wasn't the crowd I was looking for. Right. Well, you know what? I said, hmm, it's a young lady I follow uh, on Facebook. Let me see what her services are like. God send. Do you hear me? I pay her. And that's another thing we have to do with people. I say this all the time. You can't do it alone. Right. Yes, I know business. But guess what? I don't know marketing. Mm. I don't know branding. I just told you guys I take all these trips and do all this fabulousness and I take one picture. Listen. Listen, I never do. The people that go and attend, they're like, you ain't. Girl, I forgot to pull out my camera. Darn. You know, I'm asking them to send me the photos. Y'all have any <laughs> photos with me in it? <laughs> you know, but I learned just from working with her these few months that that's just not how it go. She has gotten my business in order in just a little bit of time. Mm. So that has taken a load off of me. I always say I don't want to be the CEO, the CFO, the COO, the janitor, the receptionist, the secretary, the office. I don't want to do all that. Right. You know, I can't be successful if I don't have a team. Right. And everybody has to be willing to play a position on the team. Me, guess what? You don't think I learned from the team? The team has to tell me stuff. Right. I'm like, wow. So just because I'm the head of the team doesn't mean I, I'll clean up. Right. You know, I'll answer the phone. 
you want to work with that client because that's more of your generation or, or the person at your, your social network, great. I'll be right over here typing and being a do what I'm willing to play whatever position that I need to play so that we can be successful. Right, right. I love that. When people say that, oh, no, I don't want to invest in a coach or this, they're that, invest in a coach. Find one within your budget. Mm, mm. Right, right. I like that. Now, let's talk mindset. So when we talked previously, you share how your mindset has changed over the years, right? So I'm going to leave it broad like that and kind of let you run with it. Can you elaborate in relation to mindset and how you've grown as an individual? I just told you guys that I was broke. You know what that, <laughs> mind, listen, you know what that mindset was? I was living the lifestyle of the fake rich and famous, or I thought, mm. you know, because I was making money and just living. And at that time, it's like I still had my my teenagers and a small child. So I don't know what I was thinking. Like I said, I, I like my urban books. I had to put those down. I had to start thinking, OK, what are you doing? You can make the money, but you're not keeping it. So mm. what are you doing? You've lost these properties. And you is it that you've given up on life? You know, what have you what, what are you going to do, Adrian? Are you just going to sit here and stay in this rut? No, I hired a therapist. Mm. I sat there and I just started from a child all the way up into my early 40s. Mm -hmm. And I had to just speak and tell her exactly what was going on. So she said, you know what? You need to work on you. Mm. Let's take all the hurt, the pain, the disappointments, everything that you thought your life should be. And let's start over from there. Once I started doing that, start building myself back up, whether it was self-esteem or, you know, remember, I thought I had a good self-esteem come to find out when you're buying, you're doing all, no, you, you're just hiding. You're mm. trying to cover up from things that have happened in your past. No, get to the core of who you are as a person and start from there. Right. I started reading self-help books. I started with my therapist more. I even brought my family, my kids into it. So that way, guess what? I could connect with them. I was 16 when I had my son. I was only teaching them survival. Mm. I wasn't being a parent. At 16, how can you parent? Right. You don't even know how to be a parent mm -hmm. and you start repeating certain things. Guess what? I had to heal with them first moving forward. So once I started learning who I was and started making myself happy, making my kids appreciate me, you know, instead of being that tyrant, do this, do that, do this. You know, they said, OK, mother's is lighting. She has a different light about herself now. Mm. I started reading. I started filling my head up with just different things that I needed to do as far as knowledge. My mindset shifted. Right. Okay. Now she's she's back and she's better. Right. Right. What's that song? She's uh, I'm back and I'm better. Right. Right. Look, that, that is me now. So when I tell people that I speak from a truth that has actually happened in my life, that's exactly what I mean. I'm speaking to you from my heart. This is not a you know a made up dressed up situation. Everything that I have encountered have caused me to be who I am today. So if I tell you, then you know what, Nicole, girl, it's been rough, but I made it. I really mean it. Right. I love that. I love that. And I think that goes even deeper. Right. Because and it's again, the premise of this podcast, right, to show a person that if I could do it, you could do it. I, I feel like I'm a great individual. Right. But I'm no greater than the next individual. It's mm -hmm. nothing super special about me. But at the same time, everything is special about me, you know, and, and you should feel the same way about yourself. But just goes to show that if I can you can. Right. And, mm -hmm. and this is how I did it. So if you want to do it, this is what you mm -hmm. need to do. Right. So I love mm -hmm. that. 
And I love your focus on self because I think that that's super important. And that is a mindset shift. And I've been there. And I remember reading a quote and it says to change your outward reality, you have to change your inward reality, right? Whereby it's so easy to think that, oh, if these things outside of me change, then my situation will change. But if your internal is the same and your internal is not right, then the outside is never going to be right either, right? But once you get that inside right, the outside begins to match what is in the inside and maybe even exceed what's in the inside, right? Because you are continually evolving to be a better person. So I love mm-hmm. that. I tell people this all the time. We always wonder how people with money, because we seem to think money is everything and all, and all things. Well, guess what? People with money commit suicide. Hmm. At higher rates, right? Of course. Listen. So like I said, I kept saying, well, Jesus Christ. I mean, I had the ability to make the money, but I couldn't keep it. What Did it make me happy? I thought it did. But now, guess what? I get my joy and happiness. When I help you or I help someone else or when the homeless guy can come to my nonprofit and say, guess what, Miss Adrian? That resume you helped me make, I got a job. Whether it's at the McDonald's or the Goodwill around the corner. Right. He got the job. That's what makes me smile. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the actual seeing that I'm making a difference. Right. Right. No, so I can say I'm just thankful to be able to have gone through that. So now I can understand what's really going on. Right. I love that. Right. Like, what's the true definition of riches? Right. Because right. I haven't reached the monetary acclaim that I prefer to reach and that I aspire to reach. Right. But I remember some years ago, I realized that I am rich. You know, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm rich. I'm rich in love. I'm rich in relationships. I'm rich in all of these things where money can't buy those things. And I believe they are the true essence of being rich. Because like you said, a person can have all the money and be miserable and kill themselves. Right. So that that was deep. That was deep. Have you gotten your ticket to the second Winhurst United virtual summit yet? The early bird special is currently going on and the tickets are free. Yes, free. So go to winhersunited.com forward slash event to get your ticket today. And if you want to support the ongoing production of Winhurs United, your contributions are welcomed and appreciated. There are two ways that you can do so via Cash App and Buy Me a Coffee. The Cash App handle for Winhurs United is dollar sign Winhurs United. And the buy me a coffee URL is buymeacoffee.com forward slash winhers united. All of these links will be in the show notes. So go to winhersunited.com forward slash podcast to check out the show notes. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember that no donation is too small. All right. So I know one of the missions of Power Atlanta is to help people evolve from having a poverty mindset. So tell us your definition of poverty mindset and then let us know one practice that we could do to change our mind. The main thing I try to get people to understand when I say a poverty mindset is this. When you come to the office, you're like, hey, Miss Adrian, because I have this, I made X, Y, Z amount of dollars. How much is my refund? And I have to sit and explain to them, listen, 
how are you making it on this amount of money per year? And you have maybe one or two kids. And they're like, oh, I do this and I do that. No, 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 no. Let's get you or try to help you find a skill set, something that you can do. So guess what? You don't have to just wait on this one time per year. Mm. You can take care of your family throughout the year. When I say poverty, that that's the example. I can't tell you how many times they come in and they're like, hey, Miss Adrian, this is what I got, but I stopped working so I could get the earned income credit max. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like who told you this? But guess what? It's ingrained in us. I have clients that come in. I filed exempt six months a year, six months off. Why would you do that? This is just learned behavior. Does it work for some? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But I can't tell you how often I see that it just doesn't work. And then you end up getting yourself in a financial situation, just like I did, on the government, just like I did. Mm. And so now we have to start all the way over to try to figure out what we need to do. I have educated about five young ladies that came in this year about why their refund was low than what they're used to getting. And you know what I told them? Do you want to eat all year or one time a year? Mm. Which one? You have a choice. You're where you're making money. So guess what? It's my goal to change your mindset. What are we going to do now that we're making this, this type of money? This is some good income for you. Let's try to get you a property. Let's try to do things so that way you and you can sustain for you and your family for generations to come. Come on, you guys. Let's try to figure out what the next move is. Mm. Mm. So guess what? They always say nobody has told me or nobody has said anything about it. So here I am to tell you. This is what we're going to do. Right. I like that. Right. So I heard less of a reliance on government entities. Right. Yes. And more of a, a reliance on yourself and your mm-hmm. skills and your brilliance mm-hmm. to bring you money all the time. I love your analogy of eat one time or eat the entire <laughs> year. Right. <Yeah. laughs> And you know what cracks me up? Like the meme, like the memes that start coming out around December where people waiting and they can't wait because it's about to be tax season and they get to get Uh their money. Whereby, from what I'm hearing from you, it's like bet on you, right? Instead of betting on these taxes or these government things, bet on yourself, Uh pour into yourself and Uh create something that then can take care of you and others as well. Yes. I always say that. I always say do something that you, you know, because we all have a certain gift and I don't care if your gift is to work a nine to five. I don't knock that. But what we're going to do is we're going to get that resume together. We're going to get your skill set together. If I got to help you find some classes that you can take to enhance what you already do. So that way, when you go in there for your review, Mm. you can ask for more money Mm. because jobs just don't offer it to you these days. Mm. So what I have is, guess what? Okay, so you need this. Okay, let's take some Microsoft classes. You want to learn Excel? You want to learn this? You want to just something that you can do. So that way, when you go in there for your review, or if you want to just ask for one, hey, this is what I have behind me. And I try to get people not to settle. People think when I say, oh, you know, find your gift. Your gift is not always being an entrepreneur. That's Mm -hmm. not for everybody. You know, my one son of mine is an entrepreneur. One is a hard worker that works a nine to five. I don't knock his 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 dreams um, more than I knock the one that is the entrepreneur. Right. You see what I'm saying? So everybody, no, I'm not saying quit your job and find. No, do what you have to do for yourself. So that way, 
when it's time for you to change your mindset, it is there. A lot of times people put a lot of focus on income. Well, I don't have the money to do this. I don't have the money to do that. Sometimes it's not about the money because guess what? At Power ATL, we offer a lot of free courses and we offer a lot of resources. I was telling a young lady today, go to WorkSource Atlanta. She wanted to take the final phlebotomy class. Mm. I said, guess what? WorkSource Atlanta has a few locations that will give you a scholarship so you can take the class and you don't have to come out your pocket. And so, most of the times people don't know, but ask somebody. Right, right. So we're here to put, we're here to put that information out. If you don't know, hey, you looking for a job, I might not have a place to offer you employment, but I can send you some resources. I can tell you what company may be hiring or what can help you with your situation or what education sources you can try to use so that way you can improve your situation. Right. I like that. Yeah. And I feel like that diligence can be a lost art at times, especially with the younger generation, right? If someone isn't putting it in your lap, you know, you don't think it exists, doesn't know it exists and, and aren't mm-hmm. willing to put in a legwork to find out that it does exist. Mm-hmm. So do that legwork. Right. And find mm-hmm. something that fits your life, like right. your life. It may not be hiring a ten thousand dollar business coach, but it oh. could be going to, you know, some score free, or what other business. free resources. Yes, it, it going to some free resources just to hear what other people have going on. Guess what? Come over here and let's learn how to do your resume. I have gone to even show people how to fill out the W-4 form. Mm. Call me. Let me show you. Come over here. Let's do a Zoom. Let me do what I have to do before you make that mistake and come back next year and your taxes are all out of whack. FaceTime me. Right. <laughs> I can't right. tell you how many times I've done it. My clients call, hey, how do what, what do I need to put on this line? What's this? What's that? And it's all about people you don't know and you're not scared to tell somebody that you don't know. So you'll call somebody who can help you. Right. And that's a lot of times what I find about I find out is sometimes people are scared to say they don't know. Well, not me. Mm, mm. If I don't know, guess what? I don't know, but I'll try to find out for you. And if I can't find out, I'm going to ask somebody who, who might can help me. Right. Right. I like that. I like that. Now, let's talk personal development. You talked earlier about reading different self-help books. Do you want to Tell us about any books that may help someone struggling with mindset or anything in relation to business, to finances, any suggested books for us to read? Let me tell you, I have, hold on, let me give you my little list right here. Okay, now come through with the list. So Miracle Morning. Mm. Miracle Morning is a great book. What I needed was this, how to follow up. How to follow up. I know a lot of people always say, hmm, you know, your following up game is not what it needs to be. I had to read it because mm. I'm notorious for, okay, girl. All right, sir. Let me get your information. Let me call you back. Guess what? I've gotten so busy today and I'm 11 o'clock at night sending somebody a text message. I had to stop that. Right. You know, building an empire. That's a good one. Mm. So I said, what is it that you really want to do? Are you satisfied with where you are? I had to learn how to say, you know what? Let me read into these books just to see, you know, and that's just a start. You know, for some people, listen, right? Like say you're super busy, right? Like obviously you like listening to podcasts, right? Because you're Mm -hmm. here today. So Audible is another way to get yourself in some books by listening to the book. If you don't have time to sit down or for me, I'm the kind of person that it's, it's, it could be hard for me to sit down. Sometimes I'm learning to be better because I do my meditation and things. 
Right. Mm-hmm. But in the past, you couldn't catch me sitting down because if I sit down, I might fall asleep. So I got to always keep moving. And if you're a person that needs to keep moving all the time, listen to you some books on Audible or YouTube. Mm-hmm. They even have them on YouTube. You might have to deal with commercials, but at least you're still getting the content. Right. And I listen to a lot of affirmations. Sometimes I tell people that, hey, you have to think about just being positive in the morning. Mm-hmm. In the mornings, I was getting up in the morning yelling, get ready, Colin, do that's my son saying, sorry about that, you guys, get ready, do this, we're rushing, guess what, I had to start getting up an extra 45 minutes early just to get myself together, so that way I don't wake him up in a frenzy, I was sending him to school already stressed, Mm. just because I was not, I didn't have my life together, so you know what, I get up, I meditate for about 15 or 20 minutes, I actually listen sometimes at night to YouTube, uh, on YouTube, it's an eight-hour just while you sleep right. on self-discipline. Mm. Because sometimes I lack you guys. I'm not, I'm me. Right. Will I eat a cupcake at nine? Yes. <laughs> Am I supposed to? No. But self-discipline in more ways than I, I'm not perfect. Right. So sometimes I, if it's self-discipline, is it just positive affirmations? Adrian, you're doing enough. Because guess what? I fall back in that where I'm saying, Am I doing enough? Right. Am I really happy? You know, you you start second guessing yourself. So guess what? Affirmations are good. People, they think the affirmation is I'm going to be rich today. No, you're beautiful. Mm. You are enough. Right. Whatever you feel that you need to work on. Right. Me, like I told you, that self-discipline. It, ooh, because I've eaten that cupcake and have gotten up and got another one. Listen, <laughs> you done been, look, I don't appreciate you stepping on my toes right now. <laughs> You know, with all of these things, right? I <laughs> talked myself off the ledge last night because it was about 11 something. And I was about to go put them Ooh. peanut, what were Reese PC cookies? Ooh. I was about to go bake me some cookies at 11 something at night. Yes. I talked myself <laughs> off the ledge. It was hard, but one of my yes. friends helped me, right? But I did end up eating some Takis, look, some spicy chips. Probably Ooh. had no business eating them either, but right. you know, at least it wasn't all the sugar. Work in progress, <laughs> right? So I love that too, right? Because we all are works in progress and i do love what you said about how you wake up earlier to give yourself time so you don't have to rush your children because i am guilty i'll be rushing my son and sometimes i could tell looking at his face when he get out the car at school he looked like he looked mad right so yes i love that i love that i, I totally understand and my son you know it's a new generation i'm on my second gen- my kids are adults i'm a grandmother so this is my second time to be here, right? So my 14-year-old is like, mother, I don't like how you talk to me. Right. I don't like that you're rushing me. And I'm saying to myself, how dare he talk to me like that? But remember, that's that trauma. You know, because I was told as a kid, you don't say anything. You just do what it is that you need to do. So guess what I had to learn to do? You're right, son. I apologize. So what I'm going to do is rework my schedule then wake you up in time so that way I'm not yelling and screaming right right I love that I love that right I think that's a word within itself because the way we were raised isn't necessarily the most fruitful way (laughs) that people should be raised right of course you know it's societal our parents did the best that they could right Mm -hmm. but are you going to continue to repeat those behaviors Or are you going to do something different? A lot of people don't agree with the way I raised my son, you know, and sometimes it bites me in my behind, just like you said, right? Because you got a kid coming to you saying, 
um, could you not yell at me? And then you're like, what? You know, you want to say what? But it's like, no, you want to say right? who you talking to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you listen. What is putting it likely? I'm like, <laughs> what? Right. But taking that time is really helping to build a better generation of people, mm-hmm. you know, that are are less traumatized and more healed. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love That's that. Exactly. And even if people don't agree, because a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy in relation to, you know, how I deal with my son. But my son will be the kind of person that knows how to speak up for himself. You know, he won't feel like he always has to be quiet and doesn't have a voice, you know, Amen. so on and so forth. Right. So you may not understand it today, but, you know, like these are building blocks for yes. the future. Right. And then just even tying that back into the message, like even with the financials, these are building blocks for the future. I wanted to talk about what you said as far as those affirmations, right? Like I was recently reading an article about Mary J. Blige and how she had to tell herself, I'm gorgeous. And this was recent to where she had to build up her own esteem. Somebody that had been touring all over the world, making all of this money, but still was lacking in that place of feeling affirmed as an individual and believing in her beauty and, and things of that nature, right? So I just want to drop that gem too. Mm-hmm. That that is something we think because we see these people and they're out here and they're making the money and they're living in life and they're out here. Guess what? We all have insecurities, right? Right. Like I said, you know, I, I'm I'm the one to let you know. Sometimes I have to say, "Are you doing enough?" You know, and people always say, you know, they think you think it's the affirmation. It's about finances. No. Guess what? I always say, you know what? Let my mental health stay stable. Mm. Mm. When I say my prayers, let me keep my sanity. Right. So, you know, it's just it's just different for people. And like I said, you have to be real with yourself. It starts with us. Right. And if you can't be real with you, then who can you be real with? Right. Right. I like that. Let's talk self-care. All right. So I feel like we talked some about self-care, but um, let's talk a little bit more. Just tell us quickly what your view is on self-care as a business owner and just a few ways that you practice self-care? Listen, everybody needs self-care. I'm one of those people, like I said, I used to run from relationships about at work just because I just worked myself to death because I wasn't happy in the personal relationship I was in. Mm. But guess what? That wasn't healthy for me. So now what I do when I say self-care is I'm taking a break. Right. I'm taking days off. Mm. I'm cutting off at six o'clock. Mm. I don't care who calls me. I need to spend time with my son, pour into my grandkids. And I also just pour into myself. Sometimes when I'm just alone, which is very rare, but guess what? I love books. I'm not a TV watcher. I'll sit there. And if I want to read my urban book, that's what I do. Right. I'm sitting back because sometimes you just need to be by yourself just to think. Right. You know, aside from we as women, we like the massages. You know, I told my girlfriend the other day, well, I guess I'm going to the botanical garden. She said, what? I like to see the flat. Like, let me be outside because let me just see ugh, just the woosa. Right. Self-care is necessary. You know what? Guess what? I am not working for the rest of the week. Sometimes you have to do that. As a business owner, it can get crazy. Pencil some off time some you time in your schedule as a business owner. So that way you can stay sane to keep going for the next person because people are out here depending on you. Right, right. Not only is your business depending on you, but your family. 
it's always somebody, like I said the other day, calling my name. Mm-hmm. But if I don't take the time for me, you won't have a name to call. Uh, preach. <laughs> so don't get mad if I say, oh, no, I'm not working this weekend. Right. You know, because I schedule time. Okay, I'm going to work. And then, oh, no, I'm not working. Well, can I get on your calendar? No. What you see is what's available. <laughs> I know that's right. I yes. know that's right. That's good. And let's just say shout out to the uh, Botanical Gardens in Atlanta because I was looking at it yes. and I see that thing with that lady up there. She reminded me of the, the movie Moana or something. I want to yes. go get to there. Yes. When I come yes. visit in May, I might have to go. Listen, I love that, right? And I, I love just all your references of self-care, right? Unplugging, you know, and making time for you, right? Taking that space. I think that's good. As a bonus, let's talk celebrating wins. All right. Tell us about your latest win and why it's important to you. Hmm. Let's see. Base, I talked about it earlier. This is my latest win. My latest win was when I hired Malika, my coach. Yes. Let me tell you, she got my life and is getting my life together. I was pulled here, pulled there in every direction. Was I now listen? I just told you guys find somebody within your budget. Was I was one of those ones. Why am I hiring a coach? They can't tell me what to do. Guess what? She sat me down, interviewed me, and told me exactly what to do. I've been doing it and I've been successful ever since then. Mm. When I tell you, I have seen the money go from, you know, I've seen the trend. And I'm like, mm, just by following just a few steps that she's had me, just having these one-on-one and having that accountability part. Right. So that has showed me, okay. So that is my latest win. Right. I love that. Hey, I love Malika too, right? Love Malika. And I love yes. that, right? Because when you can see the results, you know, yeah. it's no debating on whether or not the investment was worth it. Right. Oh, so I think I, that's amazing. And I'm here to tell you, I don't need a coach. That was me. Right. Now I'm out here preaching, get a coach. How? Look, if you can't get who you want, try to find somebody similar, but find one within your budget and get a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So tell us what being a winner means to you. Just being able to empower the next woman. Mm. Empower, teach, love on her, embrace her, just to show the next woman out here that you can do it too. Right. I can't bring everybody with me, but if I could just share some of the love and some of the experiences, that's what that means. Right. All right. So I like to talk. Right. And I can keep you here forever. Right. But I won't do that. So um, before I let you go, let us know if you have any parting words of advice and then tell us where we can connect with you via your website, social, all of the things. Okay, My parting words for everybody is to basically love on yourself And take some time out for yourself just to think about what it is that you want to do. And anybody, when I say anybody, anybody can be successful. Mm -hmm. You guys can connect with me. I have a couple of different websites. My main website is I am Adrian Gates. There you'll find links to my tax office website where you can actually make appointments, contact me. And you'll also find a link to my Power Atlanta website where you guys can actually go on the financial literacy website for the nonprofit and see what classes and events that we are actually offering. And I am I am Adrian Gates on Twitter. I am Adrian Gates on Instagram and Facebook is just basically Adrian Gates. All right. And is that I am AdrianGates.com? dot com. Yes. Awesome. Right. And those links will also be in the show notes. 
So again, Adrian, oh my goodness, I truly, truly enjoyed it. And I just thank you for coming and just pouring out and sharing with us. All right. It was a pleasure. And I hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. I really enjoyed this interview with Adrian, and I hope you did as well. My takeaway for today is that I have the ability to recover from a setback if I do the required work. I really appreciate how transparent Adrian was with her comeback stories, which proved to me that anything is possible. What's your takeaway from this episode? Send me an email and let me know. My email is whenhersunited at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. One of my models is sharing is caring. So I sure hope that you care to share. Also, don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode to read Adrienne's full bio, get the cash app handle for Winhers United, get the direct link to my Buy Me A Coffee page, to get the link to get your ticket to the Winhers United Virtual Summit, and more. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing winning woman of color entrepreneur. But until then, as always, be empowered and empower on.